Welcome to the Creative Space podcast, shining a light on the creative industry. I'm your host, Chloe Thorne, actor, teacher and writer. It's the podcast by creatives, about creatives, for creatives. Today on, we have Caleb Dundee, who has lots of strings to his bow and is actually the host of this podcast. So I am very excited and honoured to be interviewing him. So let's get into it. Hi, I'm Caleb Dundee, and this is my creative space. Okay, so, hello. Alright. How are you doing? Good. This is strange. It is strange, isn't it? How do you feel about being Uh, interviewed? being on the other side of the own podcast just like yeah just like no I'm normally the one doing the questions but not normally the one answering them yeah yeah but I guess so the first question is what aspect of the self-made creative industry are you in? Um, I am an actor and comedian I'd say at this point they are two two main ones yeah nice nice and like what about your childhood sort of made you get into this like what was a young you I think, um, so, like, to be honest, I've really sort of chilled and fine, but, and then, um, and then I was starting to go to, um, to our school drama classes at a place with DMV. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just, I just thought it's a bit of fun at that point. Mm. See where, see if it go anywhere um, mm. and um, and then so that spiraled into they were doing boxing alone and I'm like why didn't you audition sure so I just like yeah why not why not um, yeah and I was sort of tasting at first but mm. and then it made a lot of sense really because I was I was sort of always performing and putting on plays just in like long before that even mm. just like in the in infant school there's a story my mom loves to tell of, yeah. of um, she she helped with with like um, like individual reading in a class or something oh. so um, so but but she came in after finishing one session mm. to see me me, me basically orchestrating a class on how to sit as an audience. Brilliant. And it's just like great, cool. Um so it's always been always in your blood. Always in a part of it. Nice. Um and then it sort of spiraled more and more as time went on. Um, yeah. And yeah, it became a way bigger thing. School. Yeah, because you were really lucky, weren't you, that you went to a school where yeah. they did really, really good productions. Yeah, well, that's it. I, so, so um, I mean, when I was in year nine, and like they, they, they moved to the new school. Yeah. Which had, I think it was a sixth 
Disney and Panthers. It's just ridiculous. I mean, the fact that that school is not private with that kind of facilities. I mean, stick a pool in and then you're good, you know? But yeah, so you've done, you sort of did a lot of productions growing up and then that sort of moulded your love of performing, you would say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, amazing. So like, what are you doing now? Let's fast forward to now. What are you studying? Where are you studying? What are you sort of up to at the moment? So I'm in third year at UAL doing contemporary theatre, um, which is, I always say it's basically acting, directing and writing. Mm. Just simply put, um, because they also have the acting voice. Um, and, and that's been really great because that's given me loads of opportunities to, to be testing myself not only as a performer but as a director and writer as well. Yeah, definitely. And those are areas that I've always had an interest in but haven't really had the opportunity to try properly because um, I guess I had a slight go with directing in that um, when I was doing a lot more on YouTube. Mm. Um, but um, but, <clears throat> but um, when I was sort of like writing and, and directing comedy sketches on YouTube, that was sort of my only opportunity of doing that before now. Yeah. Um, and now it's obviously, I've had access to proper facilities and everything for that. Yeah. Which has meant that um, I've been able to get people who know what they're doing mm. as well as everyone else on the course who's also doing that as able to give me proper feedback instead, yeah. of, instead of just like just like people on YouTube who want that with like 13 give me less than helpful feedback yeah um, yeah not even feedback it's all bad anyway um, mm. um, yeah so that's that's what you're doing. You are awesome, great. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, I think people need to understand. I've been talking to a lot of my friends when they've wanted to do performing in higher education, yeah. and people need to understand that if you do drama or theatre at uni, if your degree has got drama or theatre in the title, yeah. you are probably going to be doing what you'll be doing, yes. which is a very, very sort of versatile course. Yeah. If you look at most drama and theatre courses, they will be covering the whole shebang, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, unless you go to a Russell group, in which case it'll be much more sort of theoretical. Yeah. But, um, you know, people say to me, oh, I've done a drama course and it's not sort of like a conservatoire acting training. And I'm like, yeah. well, no, of course it's not. Yeah. If you want to do conservatoire acting training, then you need to go to drama school. Yeah. So I think that, you know, our courses, because we spoke about this on my episode yeah, as well, yeah. you know, our courses are very, very broad because we were sort of like, we like to perform, yeah. but we also like these other things too. Yeah. And also we both came in quite young as well. So it's good to sort of explore everything. Yeah. And then you can sort of narrow it down later. But I know yeah. so many people who went into drama somewhere yeah. and then they're like, I'm not doing any performing. And I'm like, no, you yeah. won't be. <laughs> Cause you're not doing an acting course. Yeah, yeah. So like, I would really encourage people, you know, who want to go into theater or do theater, each uni's course is so different, yeah. so people really need to look. Yeah, well, another thing of mine is, is that the contemporary physics is the first, so UAL is the first university in the UK mm. that's doing contemporary theatre. Yeah. So when I graduate, I'll be 
the first year ever. Amazing. The has that degree. So cool. Which is cool, but also it's sort of like they've got no one to be comparing grades against. Yeah. Which in a way is scary, but also it's like. So you're, like you're the pioneer. Great. Yeah. We're going to. We're more likely to come out with better grades. Mm. I think, mm. which isn't any discredit to to people's ability, mm. but I think it's just a bonus as the position you are in. And I think this links to the next question as well. But like everything you're doing now is helping you learn more about the industry, isn't yeah, it? And I, I feel like doing the kind of courses that we've done, it gives you so much wider perspective. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. I remember last night just thinking. It's a bit scary, isn't it? it I mean, it's, a bit scary, it's so it's, it's so vast. Yeah, it's so vast, and it's and it's scary because it's so unpredictable. Yeah. and obviously COVID has shown us that. Like, yeah, and yeah. people have been lucky enough to get work, and other people haven't been. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, that's, it's that's scary. With, with this season, is a is a um like obviously it's coming out at the end of the season. But, yeah, um, but most people. Yeah, I mean that's the first thing I said to you like, when you yeah. asked me to do this because we did our episode over Zoom, yeah. which was lovely, but that we were both really just good. sort of sat in our beds like yeah. in our pajamas. It's just yeah. a bit like you want to be proactive, you want it to be yeah. how it's meant to be, which is a yeah. face-to-face conversation, you know? Yeah, which is- which is like obviously how it's meant to be. Mm. What what I did find with when I started this season was sort of being like, oh, people want to do it in person, but we're not back at uni yet. So that's not quite. Yeah. That's not quite as easy as saying some sort of like. It's just so challenging. I find the sort of inconsistency really difficult. How like, I mean, obviously it's a lot more consistent now, but back when there was no consistency where there was sort of like 80,000 people in a football stadium, not social distancing, even though they're all being tested, we can get all those reasons out, blah, blah, blah. And then the theatres are like, you know. Theatres are still being mugged up. Theatres have have always been mugged up. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, like, whenever we were doing this, yeah. I was in a stadium the night before. Yeah. With, with what, 20,000 Yeah, no one wearing masks, probably. Yeah, no one. No. no. And, then, and, then, and then later on today, I'm going to a football stadium with, what, 60,000 people? Yeah. No, none of wearing masks. And yet, theatres, yeah. not on our full capacity, have to wear masks. Yeah. And it's like, what, hang on, what, what's the difference? I mean, even what now. Yeah, I mean, even now when they are allowed full capacity, like they are all like, I go to the theatre all the time, you know that. Yeah. Like, they're all still being so careful. Yeah. And you can see that like, all the front of health staff are still wearing masks. Yes. And yeah. even though you don't have to wear a mask in the theatre, you know, it is sort of a 50 50 split in a theatre. Whereas yeah, if you go I'm... anywhere else, it's just not the yeah, same. Just, I, it's really strange for me because it's like, because it's like so. So if we're all in a stadium, not wearing masks, that's somehow different to being seated in a theatre and being quiet yeah. and wearing masks. It doesn't, it, it just doesn't compute, but 
but yeah i mean we can talk about the industry all day yeah, can't we yeah, sorry yeah. i sort of went we a bit have, off we, we can have that sort of that argument be a podcast in itself. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've sort of touched on this already, but yeah. um, when do you think was like the defining moment when you knew that you wanted to be a performer or be a comedian, whatever you want to touch on? I, I think the moment it sort of clicked for me was um, actually doing, um, at, at like doing um, our house man, yeah well. yeah we spoke about this before yeah, didn't we yeah um, but but um I come on stage but because it's, there was a few of us um um as as coppers yeah seen right again right one mm-hmm. and as soon as we came on stage just that adrenaline I should be like so I need that feeling all the time mm and just being like, yeah, this is this is just what I have to do. Yeah. It's just, it's just no question. Yeah, I mean, I completely relate to that. I think if you are a performer, there is no better feeling than when you've been working on something for so long, yeah. being in such long rehearsals, and yeah, rehearsals are fun, but oh, the yeah. thing that it's leading up to is getting those people who are paid, who have no idea, yeah. even if they know the show, they don't know this particular production yeah. that you're doing, and they have no idea what they're about to see. Yeah. And you've tried to explain it at yeah. home, you've tried, but you're like, you'll just, just come and you yeah. will have a good time. And especially like the Langley shows. Like, I remember yeah. when I came to see our house and I was like, this is going to be all right, yeah. be all right. You know, like, I know a couple of people in it, it'll be a good time. Yeah. And everyone was just amazing because of the energy and because everyone just really wanted to be yeah. there. You've got to give so much credit to George for that. Like, I mean, like... The man was on stage for what, 11 seconds? Really I mean, ball of energy, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I completely understand why that was the moment because especially it's such like a joyous, yeah. fun show as well. So that more than anything, I can imagine you being there like, why wouldn't I want to do this yeah. every single day? Yeah. You it's, know? There's something that I love to, or something I always remember from that show was, was um, as a copper to have one thing, I had to run up and, and grab George and Joe Casey. Yeah. And, and basically arrest him. Yeah. I ran and grabbed his hand. You tell me this, yeah. Shoes had no, had no grip on them. So I slid right to your legs. Yeah. And then as I put myself back up, I was just like, oh, great, everyone saw that. But the thing and is, you just it. have to carry yeah. on, and you but also, did. But, but, but also, I think that's one of the great things about theatre, especially. Yeah. Is people will be more likely to remember shows when something doesn't go quite right. I mean, I remember when I... When I went to go and see Heathers, I don't know yeah. if you've seen it, but when I went to go and see Heathers, there's a bit where these two boys strip down to their pants, yeah. and on one of the nights that I went, their trousers got stuck, yeah. and the band were just vamping for yeah. what felt like forever. Yeah. And this poor guy was there trying to like get his trousers off, and then the other girl that was on stage was trying to help him. His other male counterpart was trying to help him, and honestly, this band was just yeah. vamping, and honestly, everyone was just clapping like. Yeah. And like, because everyone wants everyone to do well. Like, everyone yeah. is a human being at the yeah, end of the day. That's what. And you remember it, as yeah. you say. Yeah. Like, and there's nothing more funny than. I mean, you've spoken about this yeah. 
George White instance yeah. so many times yeah. because it just brings you so much happiness and yeah. joy, it's, you know? It's also one of, the, one of the big things when I'm like, like, even though that went wrong, that's one of the reasons why I love performing. Mm. Because in what, in what other job you can get moments like that and be like, yeah, that happened and that's part of my job. Yeah, and and the and the trust and the you know that you have to have in the people yeah. on stage. You know, we spoke about this in mindset. Anyway, going off on tangent. <laughs> sorry. Um. So, what um, what motivates you to do what you do? I found this really hard to answer because there are yeah. like so many things. Yeah. It's like, it's like pick, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think for me it's, it's massively a thing of of. Um, really cool when they announce that something's been turned into a player or a musical and you go okay yeah. like I never would have thought yeah. of this but I can see it and yeah. I'm excited so so one thing that's completely that is off Broadway are currently bringing Winnie the Pooh the musical I am so excited I've, I've seen the puppets oh, oh my word mate they it's just look amazing oh I lo- honestly I want to hug all of them I want to hug all of them I mean yeah they just but, but yeah but like, like that one thing that like you you look at and you just like you look at that initially mm. and you think no okay how no but then you start to see the concepts images and you start to see the puppets and, and you start to see a few regards of pictures and you're like okay yeah yeah completely if you've got the and right people yeah, yeah. you've got the right the right crazy yeah And that shows because, you know, I'm the kind of person that goes to see shows more than once. And the reason that I do that is because each time you see a show with different people in it, it changes the show because it is about the people. Because everyone's got different interpretations, different visions, everything like that. So people are like, you've seen that 10 times. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. but it's different. Yeah, well that, um, two shows in recent years that I, I always draw back to it from that is so when Heavis was in London in 2018. The first original one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that three times. Go on. <laughs> Nearly on my level. It was like, what, 12 week run? I was like, I'm not, I enjoyed it. So yeah, it's really good, that um, one. But, but I got to see Carrie Fletcher as. As Veronica. Yeah. But also, I saw Olivia Moore. No, I'm so jealous. Um, oh, I love her so much. But like polar opposite. She was so cool. Polar opposite. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and it's just like, this is, 
awesome yeah and that's why understudies are so brilliant as yeah. well especially as they're usually usually sort of lesser known or lesser yes. experienced they bring a sort of like fragility and like yeah. vulnerability to the role where they're like i'm only probably going to have a couple of shots of this yeah. so i'm just going to give it my all you know anyway i don't even know what the question was um well, what motivates you is is the fact that yeah. you like bringing new things yeah, yeah, yeah. to life and we've started to that head in. Get, like get, get an audience reaction as well. That's what I said on my don't one. Don't get that. No. Film TV. No. Because an audience reaction you see in numbers. Which yeah. is like, that's great. Yeah. But when you can see their face. Yeah. And see their reaction. Yeah. Which like, even though in theatre it is very hard because you've got the lights. You can't see, yeah. You, you see it afterwards. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, obviously. And like, in speaking of stuff from recent Hamilton. I saw that the other day, yeah. yeah. You can see people's reactions to that. Yeah. And it's just like, the stuff that show does with people, mm. it's like, I want something like me well it is the fact that theatre changes lives like it does and you can see that through the audience reaction that you're talking about you know it's changed my life it's changed your life even if it doesn't end up being your career you know that you would not be who you are today without those theatrical experiences a hundred percent anyway so this is a difficult question i found this hard as well um who inspires you fictional non-fictional real life living or dead um, who, who inspires you in life or oh, in life in theatre yeah, whatever um, yeah I'd say in terms of performers um Bruce Springsteen okay wow because um he was like a humble break he was the first performer I ever saw wow <laughs> that is a, something to say um yeah because because um saw him at the Emirates like and that is just the presence he has is insane and, and the period of time he's been going for is insane yeah it's like he and knows that, he's good yeah he knows but like also, you know also he, he does so much to make sure he doesn't drop yeah and it's just like you are just what what a performer should be. 100%. But someone who just, who just goes and goes and goes and goes. And it's, um, it's just... So it's his, like, legacy. It's yeah. his reputation. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but then there's, um, there's also, like, like, that actors who, um, theatre is, is people, um, like the Alan Rickman, which massive, massive Don. <laughs> I love him. And just just seeing a number of the, the number of roles he's done. Yeah. And the sort of like the way that he will completely change himself for a role. And he doesn't do like big lights, big noises, big no. like he is just like this is it. Yeah. This is the character, and you're like, holy crap! <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's just no messing about. 
this yeah. is it. Like when you hear Professor Snape, like that's Professor Snape. Yeah. Like no messing about. Yeah. Like you would look at that and you'd be like, that's not even acting. Like yeah. that is Professor Snape. And that is what you want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've got some big inspirations <laughs> there, man. Big inspirations. <laughs> so um talk about inspirations and aspirations and all of that. Yeah. What do you want to do in sort of the next five years? Do you have a five-year plan or something you'd like to achieve in the next well, five years? The ideal is like, is, is like Western in, in a play. Acting? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because um, I think as I mean, much as I love the comedy, sure. that's something that's... It's hard. Yeah, but yeah. also, but also you can go to an open mic night anywhere and yeah. comedy. Yeah, it's much more freelance, um, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. Also, also that's something that's way newer as me and that I'm still massively building on. Mm. Whereas acting is all of the thing that I've, like, has always been present yeah. to me. Um, yeah. So doing that would just be a dream. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, when we did my podcast, which was a year ago, yeah, yeah. so one year's already gone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've only but, got four years left to achieve also, it. <laughs> but it's, it's also a thing, like, I've, I've always been by the thing that if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Oh, 100%. You have to have yeah. big aspirations. Like, there's you, no point selling yourself short. Oh, exactly. You've got, you've got to think of the things you want to do. And if it doesn't send a shiver down, it's fine. Because then they're not dreams, are they? Like, if they're feasible, then they are stuff that you can just go and do now. But, but, like, like, in the same way, someone's dream could be to to work at Starbucks. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Awesome. 100%. Yeah. That would be the best race that you could ever be. But for someone, that is a big thing to them. Yeah. And that's where perspective and context comes into yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about five years. Five years is a very difficult amount of time because that's the sort of time that can drag or can go very, very quickly. So normally, let's... Normally a five years. Five years is tough, yeah. It goes... Like, if I think about what's happened in the last five years, so much, but at the same time, it's gone so... Are you going to go see the last five years? Last five years opened yesterday. Did it? It did. It's opened at the Garrick. I'm gonna go see it on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Massive. I mean, I'm gonna be there like every day. They've got rush tickets. I mean, like, yeah. Anyway, so we've just spoken about five years, which we are talking about is a very scary, very quick amount of time. 10 years when we are gonna be in our 30s, which is just terrifying. Any rough idea of where you wanna be in that ballpark? in London, still, still performing. Yeah. Well, I, I say in London. Yeah. I, like, I think any big city. Yeah. Still performing. Okay, so not necessarily London. No, but I think, I think, um, I think I've always been born in London. So London's great. I mean, so. other cities are lovely, but also like, you've grown up around here and you yeah. know everyone around well, here, you it. know how it works. That's it. I've, I've always said it takes a lot to put me away from. Mm. Um, When it's the best city in the world, hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Why would you be 
somewhere else, which is which is part of why I said any big city before me, because mm. if New York has falling, I'm packing a bag and I'm gone. Like, yeah. Like it's just it's a no-brainer. If if it's if it's London or New York. One of them. That, that's where I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would definitely agree with you there. That would be my answer as well. Yeah, I'd say that's where I'd be. That's where I'd hope to be. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but, we like, never know yeah, what's yeah. going to happen, do yeah, we? Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we're talking about sort of like the dream scenario and sort of like if we became our ultimate successful, like where we would want to be. Yeah. And success is a difficult word, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you, my friend, yeah. have put as one of these questions what do you define as success which is a very difficult question off you go (laughs) it is a good question never never when i was in my time yeah so you're welcome off you go uh to me i'd say it's like like I say it's the end for many people, but it's not because it is my outside world, it's just happiness. Yeah. Like, like, whatever I'm doing, as long as I'm happy doing it, mm-hmm. that's the main thing. Whether that's, whether that's performing on West End or performing yeah. anywhere, like, like mm. as long as, as long, like, it may only be performing in that amount of time, but, yeah. um, but, but as long as I'm happy doing it, and then, um, there is obviously a performance answer of doing this show, this show, this show. Like, yeah. And as uh, much as I, I define success as performing the show that I've always grown up seeing, mm. I think what would be even cooler for me would be to, to be creating new work, to be bringing to life new, new work. Yeah, and, for uh, sure. Um, I can't remember who says this quote, but... But, but it's it's um, the best work in the world that doesn't currently exist. Yeah. And and I think that's such a big thing for me. Um, that, like going back to way earlier on the podcast talking about um, talking about about loving loving new work and bringing characters mm. characters to life. Mm. If I get the opportunity to do that even once. That would be a massive point of success for me, um, and I think yes, just just happiness and performing in in um, a bigger capacity possible. Yeah, I mean that, that was sort of my answer as well. When I did mine, I sort of said I think the only way to define success is you being happy first yeah, of all because yeah. you know no one wants to be selfish but you have to look out for number one yeah. and then hopefully if you're happy you will then have the capacity to make other people happy well, that's it. There's a, and that there's was a, my answer yeah yeah there's a thing of um the the i i call it the oxygen mask analogy mm. and it's like whenever you're on a plane they always tell you Secure your own life before helping someone up for theirs. Mm. And it's like, it's the same in life, make sure you're happy. Yeah. Because if you're not, you can't help anyone. It's so true. But obviously, like, you can't take away from the fact that other people are more successful than others no, because of, of the things that they've been in. Yeah, yeah. It is, unfortunately, like, the economical, yeah. you know, way uh, of yeah. it, you yeah, know? That's, that's one of the annoying things in the industry is that, um, like, 
the the simple truth is it kind of comes back to who you know rather than what you know. Yeah. Which is, is annoying, but but also the more you network, yeah. But I think it's also worth saying that, like, you can have success and not have everything that you want. I think it has to get to a point where you're like, this is unachievable right now. I am successful where I am. That's okay. Like, you know, and as you say, success is just being happy and content. And if you're not where you thought you would be, but you're happy, then you are succeeding. You're okay. And maybe you've gone away, as you say on here, five, 10 years, you know, maybe, but you never know what's going to happen in that time. So yeah, I'm just seeing all your emails come through. Very interesting. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. (laughs) There's some very interesting emails in (laughs) there. It's all theatre, not a lie. It's all theatre. Yeah, that's literally all it is. But that's in my emails as well. So essentially, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, so obviously, like, still on the topic of success. Um, Because success, achievement, you could argue they go hand in hand. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest achievement? It says in your career, but feel free to say like yeah, life generally. Yeah, it doesn't have to it. be I, in the industry. I, I say in your career, but just but generally. For most people, it's just because they overlap, don't they? Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. And, and often, people's biggest achievement in their career is also their biggest achievement. So true. So far. Yeah. So true. Um, so for me, I would say, um, in many ways, this is have, having done at this point four seasons. Um, and it's gone so quick. Yeah. I remember when you were doing season one. Yeah. And then you were like yeah. to me, "Do you want to start season two? And I'm like, "Oh, you're doing season two? That's yeah, well, cool." That's it. I was, I was just sort of like, because because it was lockdown, that was sort of why the podcast started. Yeah. Because I'm like, I have a lot of creative energy, but I need a way to get it out. Yeah. In lots of my room for 10 weeks. <laughs> doesn't really let me do that. And we all lived on Zoom as well. Yeah. So I can just imagine you just looking at your computer and being like, what can I do? Because yeah. I did a lot of writing, which is great, yeah. but like, it's quite lonely. Yeah. So I can imagine you being like, I don't just want to keep all this energy to yeah. myself. Like, what do well, I do? But like, also we were doing a radio event in uni, which was meant to be an actual play. Yeah. And I no, I'm not surprised. Yeah, so, it's tough as that. I, I was just like, I'm not enjoying radio at all, but I want to enjoy audio content. Mm. So how can I sort of match the creative energy I've got to me yeah. with, with audio content? Let's, yeah. let's try this because now listen to podcasts more than music anyway. Mm. Um, Podcasts are great. Like I've just started doing my own as well, and they are great. Like they take time. They're not easy at all. They Um, take time. Um, I mean, you should do by season four. (laughs) You should do. I can get an edit smashed out in about. So this is a massive achievement for you. Yeah, yeah. Like because first of all, I didn't, I didn't know if. If anyone would want to do it, to yeah, do it. it's so tough, isn't it? Yeah, which is one thing I was thinking again. Like, I was actually thinking 
probably some things that have been given me a few mates. Because you have a consistency of not having to book a new guest every episode. Yeah. But in the same way, it's like, well, if it had me and a few mates, it wouldn't be, it would it'd just be like, okay, so here's Kate, let's do find the story every episode. Yeah, you want it to appeal to more people, don't you? And yeah. even though it's good to have that consistency, yeah. you're the consistency. Yeah, yeah. So you don't need yeah. anything else. Which is also why, like, when it, when I came to you about doing this episode, yeah, I, I said to you, I don't, I don't, I didn't want to bring in a new voice. No. For for whoever's hosting. Yeah. Because I was just like, well, I know how much of an effect that can have on an audience from. From listening to podcasts myself, mm. if you just throw in a completely new voice, it's a bit like, oh, if I listened to the wrong thing, who's yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, <clears throat> whereas if it's if it's just like, here's a voice you have heard before, mm. maybe not for a while, mm. but but you have heard, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's just like it's just like people are sort of like. I, re- I recognise them. Yeah. Maybe not on this side of things, mm. but it's 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 perfect match really. But also looking at the numbers, like going back to the thing of like this of the sort of comparison between fits and film and that. Yeah. The numbers speak for themselves. Like, yeah. Like, like it's not not to say the other guests haven't been good. <laughs> But it's just it's, like I can I can do so much as a host. Yeah. The guest has to. So yeah. They say I'm doing the heavy lifting when it's yeah. So I've I've done the heavy lifting. Yeah. And building the questions is like the heavy lifting now. On me. On on well it's on it's on whatever guest. Yeah. Just because it's like people aren't here for me at this point. You. Yeah. So tell them what you got to say. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, our episode has been listened to a ridiculous number of times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think it's it, still think, going up. <laughs> I think it broke 200 the other day. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. But also, it broke 140 in the first week. I mean, <laughs> I, I was sort of like, okay, okay, this is cool. Yeah. I hope this isn't a one off. No, yes, it is a whole lot. Okay. Wow, what can but, I say? <laughs> what can but, I say? But, um, well, no, but in fairness, numbers have been, I've been very consistent in time. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's another thing of why Sweet Gene, because it's like, people still want to hear this. And the, the thing is. I'm getting massively low, to a point that I'm like, is it worth continuing this on? Sure. But also, I'm like, there's so many other people, like in uni or in, um, or just in life that I've known, that I'm like, no, more people need to know about you. Yeah. More people like, like and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that as somebody got a big audience, mm. but I've got an audience. Yeah. And it's like, <coughs> if I can introduce this person to, so many more people. Yeah. Great. Awesome. And we know that, like, you know, let's not like beat around the bush. That the people who are going to be listening to this are probably going to be most of our friends. 
But if they all mention it to one person, yeah. Yeah. then it just means, and then they'll mention it. And then that's how yeah. networking works. That's how things get out. Yeah. Like, you know, I get, like, not to blow my own trumpet, but I get messages after messages daily yeah. about how to get cheap theatre tickets. Because yeah. they know that I go to the theatre all the time. Yeah. And all it's taken is they've messaged someone and they've said, oh, I want to see this show. And then they've gone, oh, why don't you message Chloe? Yeah. You know, because yeah. they know that that is something that I know about and that is something that I do. Yeah. So if you are known to be this person, yeah. then, you know, when someone yeah. mentions a podcast, they'll be like, oh, why don't you listen to Caleb's podcast? Yeah. You know? That's it. There's, there's still people now. Well, there's someone literally last night that like, I messaged, well, I'm getting people for this season. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say who it is. We can say, oh, I come along for Christmas episode. Oh, but, um, exciting. But, but but I messaged them um, back in season, season even one or two. Yeah. And was like, would you come on? I think it'd be a really good episode. Yeah. And they said, they said, they said no initially. Oh. But then I asked them again for this season. And she was like, I Please. know I've asked before. I'm begging you. I just think you're a good episode. It'll be lit. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm you can tell me after we start. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like they, um, <coughs> yes, this time. Good. But it wasn't as they said the first time. Wasn't a case that they didn't want to. Yeah. It was just a case that because of the podcast or something new. Yeah. They were just like, I'm gonna let you find your feet with it. For it's so fair. Yeah. yeah it's so which fair. Like, which is like fair enough. Is also they don't want to walk into something. Yeah. Associating themselves with it, mm. and then I mean, it died quickly. I mean, in a way, that's why I'm happy that you asked me to start off season two because yeah. you'd done a season, yeah. you found your feet. Yeah. I mean, even if you asked me to do season one, I would have done yeah. it. But yeah, like, even up, not, <coughs> I, you'll still be online at that point. Yeah, it, I knew, I knew what I was doing. Yeah, and it's you know, and also it's a new season, so I had the opportunity to sort of like add a new flavour, add a new sort of angle to it, which is good. Yeah. Amazing! Like we're yeah. talking about your podcast yeah. on the podcast. This is some like existential <laughs> thing. So, um, so indeed, yes. So um, obviously you're coming to your end of your third year at uni, yeah. which is really exciting. So you could argue that you should go straight into work afterwards. Yes. But what is next for you? Like, do you think you're going to come straight out of uni and look for work or what's your Ideally, plans? Yeah. yeah. Ideally, because okay. we've got, um, I believe we've got a showcase. Yay. Which is awesome. We love showcases. Yeah. yeah. And especially because, um, our theatre that would has been um has been, has been sort of um oh, what do you call it? Refurbished? Yeah, no? yes, there you go. I was thinking redeveloped, but that's not the word. That's not the word. Um but it's been refurbished for like the entire second year. Yeah. So so it would be really cool to be doing it in an actual theatre. Yeah, for sure. And and then um I see it from there. Um, I'm getting Asian and yeah. going into 
I mean, we always talk about it like it's so easy, don't we? Like, <laughs> we're just going to come out, we're going to get an agent, you know, yeah. it's going to be fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So we're thinking about going down the acting route after the showcase. Hopefully you'll get some nice juicy agents coming to the showcase. Yeah. And even, even if you don't get booked, like you no, can have awesome. those conversations, you can get those email addresses yeah. Yeah. and you can pester them <laughs> until they sign you. Awesome. One thing that's been big for me is trying to get a recording of every performance I've done. Yeah. Unless I then I can build a show reel if, yeah. if I've done to get an agent from the showcase. Yeah. Because that way, if I, if I can literally build that and send that to the agent. I mean, that's what I did. This is what I can do. Yeah. Like, are you interested? I mean, you can do that anyway. Yeah. Your agent shouldn't, like, you know, not support no, no, you doing no. that. going to go so quickly as well like i know we're only in september now but that uh, showcase yeah, is going to yeah, come around yeah. quickly well, it, they, um, i've been doing a lot of work for for this for the unit coming up and it's just like when whenever she sees a 15 week week, week unit you're like that's a lot what's so last that's gonna for live yeah. i yeah, like the weeks are just sort of a blur at the moment, yeah, aren't they? Because well, it's all a bit mad. Because it's just like, okay, so you're doing all this, you've got a practice showing at like December. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. What? Like, we're like, yeah, yes, it's the end of this, so it's September, but December's not that far away. Like, a much of people don't want to admit it, December's not far away. Like, it's, it's scary, but cool. Um, yeah. Because I think I mean the pressure is just it's just an awesome thing to have. Yeah, I mean definitely, especially like being in your final year, like you're trying to get everything done and and everything like that. Well, that's it. That was that's another reason why um, there won't be season five of podcasts until September next <gasps> year. Until September, <sighs> just because I'm like so busy. Really. As much as I would love to. Yeah. I yeah, just, it's so bad. Like, it's, it's one of those things of like, yes, people will want to come on, but... They will wait. They will wait. It, they will it, absolutely it, wait. It goes back to us, to us saying, you've got to put yourself first. Yeah. And it's like, this is, as much as I love interviewing people who are getting into the industry, yeah. I also want to get into, get into the industry. So, yeah. So yeah you have to put yourself first because yeah. even though like it's great to connect with people and it's great to be around people yeah they're not always going to be there for no. you all the but time you're the one that has to live your life but you know also, also the podcast can be whenever a hundred percent just needing a mic mm. and zoom yeah there's so many um a mic zoom and a basic editing software yeah. Um, so, so like, yeah. Yeah, it is. But, um, but also, like, like, 
Netflix yeah. yeah. It really will. And like people have got ten episodes and four seasons to listen yeah, to. Yeah, so if they get if they are missing it, they can just let I listen. Not gonna lie, I listen to my episode all the time. I think it's very good. So by this point people are gonna have 41 by the end of this year, 42 episodes. Exactly, yeah. Like, like, it's all good. There's, there's a lot. And if, I'm not going to lie, as lovely as your podcast is, if it's all they listen to in their life, they need to get some new hobbies. Yeah. So, yeah. like, Seriously, as yeah. lovely as it is. Seriously, I'm not that interesting. <laughs> people get a hobby. People need to listen to other things, like my podcast. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is like on a standstill. Pose this last question to you. Have you got anything to plug? Well, we'll, we'll, no, yeah. we'll, we'll let you plug yeah, yeah, and then I'll yeah, plug yeah, yeah. and then um, and then we can go. But um, you know what this question is. Yeah. Have you got anything coming up that you want to plug? Or if you don't, then are there any shows that you've seen that you think people should go and see? Or TV shows that we're watching if we're desperate? <laughs> um, shows that people can see because my main point is this. Yeah. Um, and then also my Instagram of Alexander Yanto um, and as people will have heard in every episode but if you haven't if you haven't we're a place to start but sure yeah um, um but but um Chloe isn't here every week unfortunately she's not um but she is here in another episode yeah um but show people should see um currently I'm trying to think what, what I've recently seen. I've recently seen Joseph's Amazing Day. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I didn't get to see it um, and I was so annoyed, but did you see Alexandra Burke? I did. Oh, I bet she was insane. But what was, what was also cool, which goes back to the previous question, was I didn't see Jack Yarrow. Did she understand it? See Danny? Second time ever doing it. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, I love understudies so much. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, speaking of understudies, I've seen, uh, as people know, I've seen Hamilton five times. It's in it five times. I won an offer three times. Goodness me, you lucky person. Um, but, but I've only seen Jamel West once. Yeah. I've seen understudies four times. Yeah. Which is, Awesome because it's just like, yeah, like I've won the different perspectives. Um, and yeah, but, but Hamilton gets enough for it. Um, let's. No, because there might be people who have seen it on Disney Plus that are like, oh, I've done it now. So and I think you, that we would both say, no, like you need to go and see it live. Yeah, if you've seen it on Disney Plus, you've lost it now. No. Um, if you've seen it on Disney Plus, it's not great, great give it a taste for it. Mm. Going to a theatre <coughs> yeah. is different. It's amazing. Like, but um, I can, I'm speaking from, from having won, won the lottery, Caesar front row and the stools in the middle when you've got the king standing literally over you yeah like that's so it's, fun it's, it's a, it, like that is why you go to theatre and um, just to clarify what we mean by like lottery just in case like people yeah, don't know yeah, there's, um, there's what what so it's like Hamilton have have a 10 pound lottery and a lot of shows have a lottery so basically you've got a chance of getting a key ticket yeah for 
normally at night, or yeah. very close to. Yeah. Um, and it basically gives you an opportunity to see a show. Yeah, I mean, if anyone needs cheap, tea, cheap tickets, let me know. It's at Clo Actor. I will help you out. I'll get you sorted because um, there are different ways but to get cheap tickets for different shows. An amazing towards IOTs today. Today ticks is a hundred percent. Get on today ticks. They have rush tickets, which means that you are guaranteed if you yeah. get on there quick enough. Anyway, yeah. um, so we're plugging today ticks. We're plugging Hamilton but definitely. Go and see yeah, shows. Like, like they need it more than ever. There is nothing better to spend your money on than exactly. going to the theatre, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. If I go to the seven days a week, I would. I essentially do. <laughs> yeah. I, I try to. Yeah. I try to. Um, why not? Like, if you've got a free evening, go that. Like, we live right next to the station. Yeah, like, why not? One, um, a few years ago, I did a. Um, my dad and I did two shows in a day, which is awesome. Literally seeing the matinee in one show. Yeah. Getting dinner and seeing the I've only done that once and it was such a yeah. busy day. It's it's amazing. I'd recommend that everyone does it, but it is intense. Yeah, well I saw a curious incident. Um, yeah. I was done at time. Yeah. And then and then I saw an evening before the cats. Ugh. Um, so Poor you. I hadn't seen cats. <laughs> before. I hadn't seen cats before this point. Cat is awful. I know. It's, it's, I don't know, I still don't know what the story is. There's no story. No. It's hello, I'm a cat, hello, yeah. I'm a cat, hello, I'm a cat. One yeah. dies, there you go. Yeah. Welcome. And then you're like, what? Like, what just happened? Can you imagine if any other musical did that? Can you imagine the name is, they all came on, introduced themselves, and then they, and then it was just the end of the show. Yeah. You're just like, actually remember what you do. The, I must say though, because I know there's going to be, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Like, if you're a dancer. The dancing in Cats, Cats is insane. Cats is, Cats is so good for the dancing. Like, like, just like, take everything else out. I've got a lot of respect for Cats. I really do. But, but I just think, Market it as a dance show, don't market it as a musical. It's not like it honestly, like as a ballet or something, it would be like incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um but yeah, no, two show days are really, really fun to do. Really fun. It can be done cheaply. hundred percent. If, 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 you, know the right if you do rush so, tickets or if you do it last minute, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, just plug theatre. Plug theatre, theatre show as much as you can. It's always the best. 100%. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. here we are. Here we are. Thank you so much for letting me interview you. That's all right. It's Thank been you. a really fun episode, isn't it? Yeah, really fun. It's strange, but it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've covered a lot, yeah. which is good. We did go on a few tangents, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, as long as we talk about the industry, which we definitely yeah, have, then it's yeah. fine. Um, yeah, I look forward to passing the reins yeah. back to you because that was very fun, but yeah. like very scary. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'll let you go back to doing what you do best for yeah, the next people, season. People will hear me again. The Christmas special. Mid-December. Mid-December. Yeah, yeah. Mid I, I, I don't stick a date on that one. Yeah. It's, it's, not in, it's not in a season. Yeah. So Cheeky Christmas special. Sort of hard to stick a date on it. Yeah, for but sure. Also, I don't know when, I don't know the dates for Monday in December. Of course not. No. I I will look it up when I record the episode. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's all right. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Cool. (laughs) 
So um, you've just listened to Caleb Dundee's episode of the podcast. Um, we chatted about lots of things to do with the industry and what he wants to do in the future. Um, and if you want to keep in contact with him or keep in touch with the podcast, because it is his podcast, um, just follow him at Caleb Dundee Actor. Um, and this is the last episode of this season. But as he said, you can catch him on the Christmas episode. And to keep up to date with everything on the creative space, just go on that Instagram okay well until next time thank you for having me um hopefully i'll come back in the distant future at some point and um stay creative stay safe and thank you for listening